<laughs> oh no! You're looking at Maybes. Um, um, hello. <laughs> I don't even know how we can explain. Whatever. Welcome it's, to the Death Battle Cast. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a weird one. We're the cast Calling it now. and crew, I think, of Death Battle. Sure. Mm. Stuff, you know, and then Nick's here as well. Hey, I'm um, I'm so mad at you. Why? I'm so hungry, and now everything smells like spaghetti. We all, when we decided that the show would air at noon on Tuesdays, we all made a vow that we would not, you know, eat until afterwards. This was like a blood oath. When did this happen? And then uh, you, you, you drew blood and put it on the paper. <laughs> Uh, because My we knew it would make the room smell and it would make all the re all the rest of us hungry. Then here you are, shoving spaghetti down your throat. Luckily, I can hardly smell. Suffer, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Kramer, professional podcast host. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Yes. Um, is, <laughs> I'm the done. first time he's here in like months, and he's like, mm, "I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> I'm just gonna bring spaghetti in the." <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> All right. I well, think you're back next week again. So <laughs> sweet. The spaghetti hasn't had a lasting apparel. Yeah, I'll just save it and then you'll finish up the spaghetti next yeah. next week. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm the voice of Wiz. I'm Chad of a Boomstick. What? You're supposed to be the last one who says. No, it's yeah. I never know. It used what? to go this way. Correct. I but took your name. Doesn't it? Doesn't that's I'm, Sam? That's Nick. I'm Nick, and I don't do anything here anymore except eat spaghetti and yeah. and be on the podcast. In podcast occasionally. Unless you keep eating spaghetti on it. I feel like you're drinking extra loud. Yeah, I know. Like, what are you going for? for? What like, is, is this? <laughs> it's the I'm hungry and thirsty bit. Are you specifically... You ha you have been on Death Metal Cast for a few episodes. Did you specifically while. decide I'm going to do my best to annoy and ruin everything? <laughs> That's a good plan. I did. I, like I did. I did do clearly, that. Clearly. Clearly. <sighs> um, well, we if, if if you're watching live, thank, uh, on as we're live on Tuesday, thank you. If you're watching this on YouTube when it comes out Thursday, thank, thank you. you. Or even watching the audio version, listening whenever the fuck that comes watching out. Watching audio. If, if you you're watch, an alien, if you watch or listen at any point in time, thank you. Like, it doesn't oh, matter. I guess I did no, say watch. You did. Well, it's okay. You know, for those of you mutants, I'm hungry. Who can see sound. <laughs> um, uh, but I do want to thank our sponsors for this week's episode: mm -hmm. Bespoke Post and Fiverr. And we'll have more to talk about uh, with them later on in the show. But we have an upcoming death battle yeah. that, that that we're going to talk about and have a little sneak peek for you guys. Cool. Uh, if we can not get off topic and have oh, I've got a story. Horrible things happen. We can. If you want, you want me to wait. We're just gonna go into the, like people are here to see the death I battle. Know, sneak let's peek. Show, I know. Well, the title. Show this is gonna be sneak peek. Yeah. So let's I just know. do it. Okay. So this is for uh, Johnny Cage versus Captain Falcon, and it comes out next week. Uh, so uh, we don't have sound design or you guys are the whole sound design just Look. yet um, because RTX is coming up. So all the teams are very busy right now it's a scramble so mm -hmm. uh but we do have music we do have the voice actors um it is uh uh kieran filton as johnny cage and keston howard as uh captain falcon i'm very excited for this one like Dude, i'm so, so fucking excited for this one so let's go ahead and just play that little sneak peek right now awesome you recording yeah Okay, we're at the F-Zero Grand Prix, snagging some clips from my latest flick. That guy there? That's who I'll be playing. Yeah, you're looking at the next Captain Falcon. It's gonna be a pretty sweet gig for him. Hey, 
Did you say you're the next Falcon? Uh, yeah? Only one who can surpass Falcon can become Falcon. Show me your moves! You wanna go? Let's dance! Saving a lot of that. Yeah. Well, you know, the sound is going to be so cool that I kind of wanted to save a lot of the actual fight uh, for when it actually comes out to next week. The first, it airs for first members. Um, that kind of works out. And then uh, on the third, it comes out on YouTube. So, yeah, it's going to be really cool. So this is, uh, this is, I actually wrote this episode with some of the help from our, uh, from our research team. And uh, this is kind of like we mentioned earlier on this year that, you know, last year was very much about or the, the season was almost like themed around uh, the top requests that mm -hmm. we haven't really done uh, up until that point. Some of the most popular requests, um, you know, like uh, uh, Pit versus Sora, for example, requested since the beginning of Death Battle, but we had never yeah. done it because we weren't really sure what kind of reaction we would get. We just decided that year we're just going to do it because it's really highly requested. Mm -hmm. This year, we've of course, as always, we've got plenty of those sorts of episodes, but we also kind of wanted to do a lot of little oddball, oddball, oddball episodes, some oddball episodes, so, some like weird matchups that maybe, you know, weren't really floating around in the ether in a lot of people's minds, but we think would make a really cool idea. And this is one of them, uh, specifically the, the match of the hype celebrity yeah. fighters. Uh, and I'm very excited to see what you guys think of of, uh, of the match when it comes out. But I'm excited too because this is the first one in probably like the last like five years where I've done like literally nothing with. I don't know who wins this, so, so like I actually so get much to like so. watch so much so that when the preview started, Sam goes, "Man, that announcer dude's jacked." Like, <laughs> like that's like, Johnny Cage. I literally dude. know like, nothing about this one, <laughs> and it's really cool to like get to watch a death battle again and like not know every beat to it yeah. so mm -hmm. but, and falcon is one of those characters where nobody knows anything about him because like he had a couple racing video games it's funny when we announced yeah when we announced this i saw a lot of people saying oh johnny cage from mortal Kombat versus captain falcon from smash brothers <laughs> like that's kind of sad it's kind of true bit, but, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little well, sad. I mean, the Smash games are far more popular than any F-Zero game. Yeah. Like, yeah, they are. Uh, but, you know, pulling information from Smash Brothers is a weird, you know, thing to do for a versus yeah. show because he's fighting, you know, characters from Pikachu to Samus to, uh, uh, like, uh, Ridley is in there and he can blow up a moon or whatever. Um, does that mean Captain Falcon can blow up the moon? Not necessarily. Uh, but fortunately, Captain Falcon has an anime, literally called The Legend of Falcon, or it's how, GP Legend. How much stuff did you like pull from? Dub here. How much stuff did you pull from F Zero video games? Oh, quite a bit. Really? Um, because it doesn't seem like there's he does that, anything. Well, outside there's of a car. story mode in oh, well. GX. I don't, but. Yes, there's a story mode in GX. There, there are stats. I don't want to get too much into it because. Uh, that could kind of spoil some things that we kind of reveal in the episode. Okay. Um, and how, essentially, remember how we did the research for Shredder way way back when, when yeah, we did yeah. Silver Samurai versus Shredder? Um, the, Shredder is a character, typically, by Death Battle rules, we stick to the main timeline, the main source material of a character, and any other source material is, is used as supporting evidence. So it's not really a composite character, um, but because supporting evidence can, or not supporting evidence, Outs, uh, 
material outside the canon can contradict uh, with the mm-hmm. main canon. And if that happens, right. then we remove it. Um, but we do want to express and, and uh, represent these characters in a way that everybody who has um, seen okay. those characters or experienced those stories so can they, recognize they, and they want to see. Yeah, so, so they, they get what they come to expect. Right. Um, but at the same time, we, we have to keep in mind that there's a main timeline and mm-hmm. we need to stick to that timeline, what that one can do. So like a comic book characters from like Marvel is a good example. Earth 616, like the Spider-Man movies. Sure, we can show footage of that and maybe we could talk about that a little bit. But if it's supported in the 616, comics, right. like, yeah, when it comes like- down to it, it is 616 Spider-Man versus whoever we're pitting yeah. him up against. Yeah, um, sure. for Shredder, it was weird because main timeline shredder has like one issue and then he dies yeah uh, and, from his and own grenade and then people, he comes back as like a colony of worms or something like yeah, that yeah when people <laughs> think of shredder they think of like the cartoon version right um but even that one is a little weird uh and, and then there's like other versions of that one so hand. we had to kind of like <laughs> exactly what i thought of we we, we had to kind of like do a sort of composite <laughs> in that way basically we decided like any human Shredder, who wasn't like a crazy ancient Japanese samurai who turned yeah. into a demon or whatever happened in the, yeah. <laughs> the 2007 cartoon or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of created a rule set for that character. We kind of had to do something similar for Falcon because the games are technically the main timeline, but the anime is where the vast majority of the information is going to come from. Mm-hmm. Good thing is, if we look at the anime as the main timeline, the games actually kind of support it really well. Even some stuff from Smash Brothers. Really? Which is interesting. Okay. Uh, but I'm just going to leave it at that because we get into it in the actual episode. Um, again, that comes out next week. Very excited to share with you guys. Who uh, who animated that one? Uh, that was Luis and Zach over here. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of the freelancers. Great. So uh, it's it's pretty hype. Yeah, it looks pretty really hype. good. I got to check it out last week. Sure. Yeah, I think it was last week. At some point. Yeah, it was super fun. There's, a, there's one part uh, I'm very excited about. There's very interesting use of... Terrain. That's all I'm going to so say. So mysterious. <laughs> it's just really, really cool. So, well, what did you want to talk about, Chad? Uh, just in case you guys ever thought about having kids, uh, wanted uh, no. <laughs> wanted you to know what you're in for. Uh, if you guys follow me on social media, you might have read my uh, fun little post that I put up over the weekend. But I just want to give you guys just a little look into the life of a parent. Oh, boy. So, this is how my Saturday morning went. First of all, Friday night, stayed up too late playing video games because I'm a fool. Uh, and so I was assuming that my son would get Or you're a-, a child at heart. Well, I was assuming my son would, like, you kind of gamble on, like, all right, well, he stayed up to, like, 7.30 tonight, which means surely he'll sleep in till, like, may- I might get 8, like, maybe 9, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, I can stay up till 2 playing video games. Wrong. Uh, so at 6, it starts storming, which my dog's terrified of storms. What he does when he's scared of storms is he goes around and he opens all the doors in the house and checks on the children. Uh, and this way, opens all the doors. Just reach up. He literally, Dang. yes, he can yeah. open every door in the house. I hate Are they it. handles or knobs? They're handles. Okay, and I, I have, knobs, I've been tempted be like... <laughs> many times to just redo every doorknob in my house <laughs> to keep him from doing it. Anyway, so he wakes up my son at six in the morning. So I'm on four hours of sleep and I'm like, no. So I get up, grab some milk, put it in a bottle, and I go take it to him. And I'm like, all right, it's early. He's still laying there. He didn't pop up. So I'm like, maybe, maybe I can get away with this. So I'm like, I give him some milk. I'm laying down. I'm scratching his back. And I didn't put this in the social media post because it was getting long. But I'm scratching his back. And then he's just starting to fall asleep. And I'm like, yeah, like it's going to happen. I need this. And then my cat walks in and goes, meow. 
and then he's like, boom, eyes up, stands up, gets excited to see the cat, and in his excitement, he throws his bottle, it cracks me straight in the temple. So then I go, oh, like, right, yell out, which my cry wakes out my daughter, it wakes up my daughter, so then she comes up, so now I have both of them awake at, like, 6.15 in the morning. Awesome. T- take them down, uh, start making breakfast, um, and my son gets really excited, and he likes to just run at people. Um, and how, how old is he? He's just turned two. Yeah. Uh, so he, so I'm making him breakfast and I turn and my son is running full speed at me and for some reason just rears up and punches me in the dick. Um, don't know why he wasn't <laughs> mad. Uh, it just it, happened just too. Like, he's just, just that right yeah. height right now. Yeah. Like where yeah. you just to reach up. It just yeah, so happens I mean, like, to land Falcon right there. Falcon punches me square in the dick. Uh, <laughs> so I drop. And uh, so after I recover, I'm like, okay, God, it's just going to be one of those days. I had no clue what I was actually in for. Uh, so then I'm like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, Kira, watch Logan. And so she's usually good about that, right? And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to the bathroom because April's not feeling well. So I'm trying to let her sleep. So I'm in the bathroom. And then I just start hearing my son cry. So I'm like, all right, great. Finish up in the bathroom as quick as I can. I'm just hearing my son just start wailing. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm, like, I'm like yelling, like, Kira, what happened? Kira. And she's not answering. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I come running out and I hear him. He's crying from my wife's office. And I'm like, oh, God, what did he get into? Like a stapler or some shit? Like all these things are flashing in front of my mind. And I, oh, I was not prepared for what I walked into. I walked straight in. And apparently, see, the other thing about my dog is when it's storming, he gets really nervous. He gets really anxious. And then he won't go outside and go to the bathroom. Instead, he'll like find a place to anxiously liquid shit everywhere. Um, And it turns out he did that Uh, in my wife's office. My son had walked in, accidentally stepped in it, slipped and fell. uh, And then in his attempt to get up, he is now covered in the most awful smelling liquid dog shit. And he starts crying. And then he goes to rub his eye because he's crying. So he got dog shit in his eye. Okay. So this is the scene that I have now walked into. And as a parent, this all happened in the span of like I just, seconds. I, there was one quick moment where my brain got to stop and say, fuck my life. And then I ran, grabbed, this, grabbed my son, and oh my god, it smells awful. So I'm holding him. Dog shit gets on me. I go running out of the office, and my daughter just goes, what happened? And I'm just like, I don't know. He like this dark poop, and he fell in it. And I got to like, take him to the bath. And so I go running upstairs, put him in the bath, and my son is just crying. And I'm like, so I get the bath, I'm like taking off his clothes that are covered in shit. And I'm like, just then, like this, this bathtub, it doesn't, we don't have one of those little spray hoses. So I'm like scooping it and splashing it. And I grab like a towel and I'm trying to wet the towel and just get it off him. But it's everywhere. And he's crying and he just keeps looking at me and going, foot, yucky, yucky. I'm like, I don't know what it is. And I'm gagging and retching because it smells so fucking bad. My son's crying. I finally get all of this dog shit off of him. And then I'm like trying to, I go take it and throw his shirt and the rag I used straight into the washer. I find, luckily we had eye drops from the last time he had gotten an eye infection. So I'm like, great, these are like antibiotic or whatever. So like, I'm going to drop some of that shit in his eye that had literal dog crap in it. So I get him all taken care of and calm down and I come walking out. Or my wife comes walking out as I'm coming down the stairs. And she's just like, oh, good morning. And I'm just like, take the children. <laughs> like I just handed her and I explain what happened. And she's just like... Okay, Daddy needs a break. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> so anyway, that was my Saturday morning. Your life's a circus, Chad. Yeah. Uh... But my kids are great and they're awesome. Uh, but Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a rough morning. Did you yeah. ever have to put up with anything like that with your daughter when she was two? Um, 
See, now here's the well, thing. Did you have Mike when she was that age? I'm assuming this is Mike. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Mike. That we was, had, we okay. had Fry. Um, Fry's a little too small. Fry's, Fry's cool. He's yeah. chill. Um, and we had the cat. Oh, I said the cat. God, that cat's going to outlive us all. She's a demon. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, Kira, it hit her head, but we were like, she was always really, she really She never cautious. ran up and falcon punched you in right, the dick. Right, right. <laughs> like, she was always like a super cautious child. And it's really interesting because like, it got to the point where for Kira, I was like, God, there were times where I'm like, I wish you'd be just a little bit more adventurous because like, it'd be hard. Oh she'd, no, she'd, it all channeled into this new right. one and she'd now be, he just runs at things. Because like, you know, we'd, she'd be like really scared to like go down a slide and I'd be like, you'll really enjoy it. But she's like, oh, and she'd get too scared, right? I'm like, oh, like it's a bummer because I want her to be able to experience things. So I was like, man, if only she had just a little bit more. And like, she's been a lot better now that she's older. My son, however, polar opposite. I'm like, God damn, I wish you would like have just a sense of danger at all. <laughs> like, dude, he, like every day he gets hurt in some way. Like he just full speed sprints at shit. He just dives off crap. The other day he just tried to jump off the back of the couch. I don't know why. He started doing, like he does this thing. And But it's great because now we have an audio cue when he's going to do something dangerous as fuck. Because he's like a little daredevil. And he, but he wants, he like, gets psyched and then he goes, Ready? And so like now we just hear ready. We're like, no, no, no. They're like, you just go <laughs> running. They're like, what are you about to jump off of? And like, oh dude, it's fucking crazy. Like, if they could have just met, met in the middle, that would have been great. <laughs> I thought it was the audio cue was gonna be some like just noise. No, he says he ready. Make, or like cough, but he literally says ready. ready? Yeah, and then he's gonna <laughs> and, and, and you find him, he's always working himself up. He's got his little <laughs> hands, little arms to the side, like, I'm gonna do it. Wait, so he knows. He yeah. does have a danger sense, but he just doesn't care. He just thinks jumping off shit's gonna be fun. <laughs> Kira was teaching him gymnastics. That's the other part. It's like now mm. I have a seven-year-old influencing him because he wants to do yeah. everything that she does. And like she's a super awesome big sister, but I'm like, hey, he he's little. He can't do what you can do. And she's like, but he look, he's learning. I taught him how to do a handstand. And I'm like, okay, let's get a little crazy. <laughs> like, and I'm like, stop doing it on the couch. That's the thing. I'm like, you guys can go out and we have a trampoline. Go on the goddamn trampoline. Cause then it's like Encased in safety, whatever you know, like he can yeah. try to do flips. Right, one of, one of these new, newfangled, yeah, modern so, trampolines. Yeah, they're so nice now. It's ridiculous. Dude, our trampoline had no guards. Like, right. if, if you got bounced off, you were done. Dude, landed on the spring. That's the thing. Like, edit, oh, every oh, trampoline yeah. session oh. at a friend's house, the, it was over when that one kid went home crying. Yeah, like, yeah, so always, much. always got hurt. Um, now they have the the net attaches to where the jump mat is, and the rings attached to the spring on the outside of the net. So I was going to mention even, the rings, like getting caught on. Those you can't even land on the springs anymore. Like, it's just perfectly encapsulated. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, a good. I mean, that's thing. good. Yeah, like then yeah. you can just put Once your kids on the trampoline. Yeah, like, go have fun. The springs pinched his nutsack, and he, oh. he, got, he got sent home. Oh. He was, that was when the trampoline ended that day because that <laughs> kid got sent home crying. Like. Uh, I had a friend. Oh, I had a friend's geez. older brother, like much older brother, who like we'd all be jumping on the trampoline, like pretending to like do like wrestling or something. Uh, and yeah. then the older brother would come and just like use us as his own personal action figures. Like this kid power bombed the fuck out of me. I remember going, <laughs> like, 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 dude. I still vividly remember him just like coming up. He like pushes one of the other kids down, and he just grabs me and just goes power bomb and just jumps and slams me and like fucked my neck. I remember going home crying because that. Just Zangief, you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Holy rough, shit, man. Okay. Yeah. There's always, anyway. Um, Did you teach him how to do the break the egg yet? That's like one of the classic. Dude, that is the most dangerous. I, that's the one I, I don't let him do it. Yeah, I don't dude. let him do it. I'm like, that's always like That game where you, you hang on to the edge and whoever, are you talking about the trampoline game? The trampoline yeah. game is where one person curls into a oh, ball. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, yeah, and you jump around. Right. It's and, like yeah, asking yeah. to get knees in your face. Oh, like, that one's yeah. a fucking banger. I love dude. that one. <laughs> Yeah, that's. A I mean, that would work okay. Yeah. 
Okay, with the net around. You better. You still land on your neck, Maddie. Easy. The net around and it's always very small children. It's, I guess it's got to be a it's big knees, trampoline. Dude. It's always like jaw to knees or nose to knees that gets so like. Well, if you touch or somebody lands on it, it's not going to tear yeah. your. It's not going to tear your leg apart sure. or anything like that. Like That's old true. trampolines could. <laughs> but, dude, oh man, landing half on the trampoline and half in the springs. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That was one of the worst ones. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know what's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. You know it's the opposite of bad. You know it's yeah. the opposite of good. painful. Speaking of bespoke good. post. <laughs> you saw that. Uh so bespoke post. Uh when this is our first sponsor for, for the day. Uh, when you're constantly on the go, grinding away at the office, or hanging out with friends, uh, there's not much time to think about upgrading your style or apartment. That's why getting the Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post every month is such an awesome deal. It's literally called the Awesome Box of Awesome. Get an awesome deal. Yeah. Makes sense. Clever. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> they'll, e- they'll even help you figure out which available boxes best fits your style. Whether you're in search of the perfect drink, a well-kept pad, or just jet-setting in style, this improves your life one box at a time. Each box costs 50 bucks, but has more than $70 worth of unique gear inside. On the first of each month, you'll receive an email uh, detailing what's in your upcoming box, and you have five days to change colors and sizes and add extra goods to your box. Uh, if you're just not feeling it that month, you don't really want the stuff that's in the box, uh, you can just skip it. You don't necessarily need it. Um, and Bespoke Post offers essential goods and guidance for the modern man. And this isn't like... You know, there are tons of those services where you get a box in the mail every month and it's like, oh, it's a poster that you can hang on your wall or these little figures or whatever. This isn't like that. This is a box that is specifically designed to help improve your life. Uh, so if you are kind of in a position where you want better stuff in your home, you want to improve your life, uh, your quality of life, uh, and and you're willing to go, like, uh, you know, do this on a month-to-month basis just to, like, slowly get your life into a really good spot, this is a good way to start or a good way to get to that spot. Um, so you can receive 20% off your first subscription box uh, by going to boxofawesome.com and entering the code BATTLECAST at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code BATTLECAST for 20% off your first box. Bespoke post, theme boxes for guys who give a damn. <laughs> you really love cool. saying that. You always get that smile. You're like, yes. Most of these part. sponsors don't. Uh, they don't want us to swear or whatever. These guys are like, yeah, screw that. <laughs> They're cool though. They got like, uh, you can. They just have so many different types of boxes that are yep. useful, like stuff for you can get like ones that is like, okay, like we got bar, cocktail bar, stuff, yep. and then there's one that's like bar stuff and like kitchen gadgets and everyday carry gadgets and like yeah, it's just they got cool shit. Ties, yep. grooming things, yeah, yeah, like all sorts of stuff that they sent us is actually that useful. Tie came in mad useful for oh, a yeah. wedding, like a month after. <laughs> that that's when like, Sam oh, was hooked. Thank God, the tie, like. Yeah, well, great. Go ahead and check it out. Thank you again for sponsoring Bespoke Post. This is uh, they've been sponsoring us a few for times, a now, yeah. helping mm-hmm. us uh, keep the show going as well as Death Battle. Like that's something that I don't think a lot of people realize. When a sponsor sponsors Death Battle Cast, that also helps our other shows. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, and when you we guys very much up, appreciate it. Yeah, and we only continue to get sponsors because you guys get to go try out these trials or sign up for the offers. So. Yeah. So thank you for checking those out. Yeah. Um, all right, now it's time to talk about what's going on. Where's the progress bar? I haven't seen it. It's around. Don't worry it's about somewhere. it. Okay. It's somewhere. There it is. Hey, there we go. Hey. Uh, so first thing I want to do is show off a piece of fan art that I just learned literally a couple minutes ago exists. Uh, oh, really? I haven't seen this yet. So let's go ahead and bring up the fan art from uh, Anarchy Hamster. Anarchy Love Hamster. That name. Oh, I saw this. Oh, hey, it is this yeah, so we, I was like, dope. you did see this. Yeah, I that's did see super this. dope. Wait, isn't there another one that's uh, Boomstick as Johnny Cage? Wait, what? Really? Yeah. 
I think I think I think there are two of them. Oh wait, I think I did see that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah really so cool. uh, check out Anarchy ha- Ham. Is it Anarchy Hamster? Yeah, yes. can't see that screen. Yeah, yeah. Check out Anarchy Hamster on Twitter to check out the the Boomstick one as well. I absolutely. I think love it's like that. a oh, like he's still kind of chubby, a little overweight Boomstick, Great. but with Johnny Cage's like tattoos. Oh yeah, and I'm pretty sure I saw that. Muscles. Yeah. It's pretty good. Sweet. Uh, nice. uh, that's what awesome. A, what a great Twitter handle. Anarchy Hamster. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. I, I love that. <laughs> uh, well, thank Enjoy. you. That, that's awesome. We love seeing that kind of stuff. <clears throat> yep. So, uh, dude, I haven't watched it yet, man. I'm like the. I don't know if I can put uh, the Evangelion dub. Yeah, I don't know if I can put my brain down that rabbit hole, knowing where it ends. <laughs> like that's, that's. I know, right? Like <laughs> it's it's a it's a weird thing to jump into if you've never seen it before. But I, I do have to say, so it's. People might not know this, but the English dub for Evangelion has been extremely difficult to find for the past, like, two decades, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last time an English dub was released was on DVD in 1999. Yep. Uh, And it's never, as far as I know, it's never been on a streaming service. It may may have been on something. Funimation may have had it for a little while, and then they lost the rights to it. Was it Funimation was ADV? Or oh was gosh, the original dub? I don't know. Or maybe it was one of those other houses that I. It was. It was definitely one of the earlier dubs that people like appreciated a lot because, mm. like, old school du- English dubs before anime really took off. Here, you have stuff like Four Kids, where they're changing a lot of the yeah. the, the dialogue to better f- fit a Western audience. Right. Mm-hmm. Jelly Donuts and Pokemon is a great <laughs> example. Um, that's uh, uh, a rice ball, the Jelly Donuts. Yeah. Crazy stuff like that, um, or or that's just like bad voice actors because they don't have the budget to actually hire right. mm-hmm. like yeah. decent voice actors. So it's just people in the studio go like, I guess I can voice act, right? <laughs> Nothing uh, will beat the Mega Man games. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good example. <laughs> um, like back then, you know, people just didn't care, or at least people in charge of these things didn't really care that much because there wasn't really a market for it. Uh, nowadays, it's, it's way bigger, and Funimation and uh, Viz and all these other studios have like really dedicated budgets and, and 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 time to making good animated dubs um it's it's a legitimate thing now but evangelion back in the day helped popularize that but that dub is so hard to find legally that it mm-hmm. became kind of an a, one of the main selling points at least from what i've seen for people arguing that you should be able to pirate anime ah. it's like where else are we gonna find the dub for mm. evangelion uh, but now you don't have that excuse because <laughs> <laughs> they revoiced it. It is yeah. redubbed it's because on Netflix. Yeah. Like if you can't do mm-hmm. that, yeah. I don't know what you can do. The, <laughs> these these contracts and stuff between Japanese and American companies are always complicated. So I'm not entirely sure the specifics, but I'm sure there's something that like the original dub for Evangelion is like locked behind a bunch of different like contracts, and oh, it's, just, sure, yeah. it's just never going to be seen nightmare. again. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, Netflix had to redub it, and for the most part, it seems like everybody really likes it. Like it seems to be doing really well. There's there's one little controversy that's going on um, <laughs> with uh, I don't want to get into spoilers for Eva if if you haven't seen it, but there's a character who has is, essentially develops a uh, relationship with one of the other characters, and it is a homosexual relationship mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Like it's never super explicit, but in the original dub, he literally says that he loves him. Mm-hmm. And the new version, they changed it to "I like you," mm. and people are a little mm. upset about that. The thing is, is it more true to the Japanese? The translation? translator claims that it is more true to it, mm. which I looked into that a little bit, and it kind of is. Um, technically speaking, if you were to literally translate it, it would come out as "like." However, it is 
contextual. It's it's. I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe this. Basically, the way that sentence is built in Japanese, like does not mean like. It means love, and this kind of gets into this issue where you can't translate Japanese to English Perfectly. one to one. Right. Yeah. yeah. But what's funny it's, to me, it's a like with more feeling, right? Yeah, you know, basically. So. Uh, and and then it it becomes very clear when later on in that episode, uh, in the original dub, the character says, "Oh, he said that he loved me." Mm. And then in the new dub, he says, "He said I was worthy of his grace." What? <laughs> which makes it very clear to me that this is a very literal translation. Right. Um, which you know, it, it's funny because typically the the um, prevailing you know, debate that you see online is uh, these translations that places like Funimation do, they're, they're not literal enough. They, they don't take the source material literally, and they, they should make the translation more closer to the original right. source. But then in mm-hmm. this case, it's like you, when you do that, this happens. Yeah. And now all the complaints are the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, make up your mind, people. But, yeah. but uh, I totally understand why people are mad about this, and it doesn't make sense. But this is a good example of why I think it is... I've always been of the opinion that I think it's important that dubs do take small not, liberties. Not liberties, small. but they take translation liberties to mm. better... Because, again, you can't translate this stuff one-to-one. Mm. So in order to accomplish what the story is doing, what the themes of the story are, and what, the, what it's telling, I think it is important to keep in mind that maybe you should <laughs> kind of tweak it a little bit to better fit the... Uh, the message, the, language the tone, the, that you're, that you're the intent. At the same time, yeah. that doesn't mean changing a rice ball to a jelly donut. But yeah. uh, in, in a case like this, I think it is very important. Yeah. Outside of that, Dude. though, everybody seems to be really enjoying the dub. It's, very high quality. It's so interesting because like, like I got into anime, I want to say like eighth grade, maybe seventh grade. Um, it's, that was a long time ago because I'm old. <laughs> uh, and so like. Like that was like like Eva was like really important. Like everybody who I knew was an anime watched Eva, and like now it's like it's considered a classic. But a lot of people like, and there's a lot of people who are into anime now, like who got in on like My Hero Academia and like that kind of stuff. Have like haven't seen a lot of these like classic series. So it's been really interesting. I've seen so many things pop up on like my social media that's like, oh, I'm watching Eva for the first time, and I'm like, and every time I see it, I'm like, that's good. I'm glad they're doing that, but they have no idea what they're in for. Like. <laughs> It gets so Dude, it gets weird. so weird. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> the last, like, two or three episodes or something like that, it's like, just... What the fuck is happening? Like, I don't, okay, What were your guys' thoughts on how it all ended? Because I think... Well, so you have to go watch the movies, because the movies are supposed to explain it, but they don't, <laughs> well, because the yeah, actual purpose is that thought, you're supposed to take away your own opinion from the ending of it or whatever. I thought the ending like, was essentially, because, like, you're talking about how it's stylized, like, it's just, a lot of it is, like... It's like a clip show acid trip. And stuff. Well, they yeah. ran out of budget. I thought yeah. that yeah. was the thing, is, yeah. like, they ran out of money when they were trying to finish the show. There was um, a lot of issues behind the scenes in the last few months of production. That um, would explain it. And, and uh, going into it, when I first watched watched it i knew about that so i was expecting i did not not know about that i didn't either i remember being disappointed when i first watched it i've never watched it again uh but i can't really say that now looking back on it from what i remember that it like it it would if obviously had a budget i think it would have been better but like the fights are cool the angels are cool the story's really interesting it's just the end just takes this crazy weird twist and it's like all right it has uh, like really subtle. They literally couldn't yeah. afford symbolism. To end the show yeah. subtle with angels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a big uh, old wink, wink with that, dude. Yeah, I think like you know, take away what you will from it is like not the worst way to end a series because like no. I think ending a lot of that kind of stuff, especially because 
It's quite long and quite serious and gets quite heavy at the end. It's like hard to end that shit well. Game of Thrones, really fucking Mm -hmm. hard to end something well. Like, (laughs) so ending it with like this, with excessive weirdness, at least I think was an option. I'm curious about something. Do they, do you know if they took anything out or did they leave everything in? For this new dub? Yeah. I would, I don't know. I haven't actually watched this new dub yet. Um, I would assume they left everything in. Okay, like, there's a couple Outside things. of translation changes, there's, like, it's Netflix. They're, they're not censoring Well, I'm just thinking the about actual the, part, sh- the actual visual. I think every thing. horrible part you're which, thinking about is actually in the movie. There's, which part are you thinking about? So there's a part. When Shinji does where, some, like, really, yeah, when, yeah movie. when Shinji goes to yeah. visit a certain character in yeah, the hospital. Movie. And then, That's the movie, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that the Which movie? the movies are yeah, on Netflix as well, but I think they're only subbed. Yep, that is the movie. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Which, I just, I mean, it, I just remember that. You can, you, you can go check that I'm out like, on Netflix too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not dubbed. Okay. Yeah. I just like, like that, I, that part, I remember just because I was, when that happened, I was just like, what? No way. And then it yeah. just cuts to the door and you hear it and then it cuts back and it just shows his hand and he's just like, I'm so fucked up. And I'm like, whoa! Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's definitely one of, I do you think that's kind that's of like interpret good, what, what like, that is. Just like, <laughs> just like the ending, like, Gillian wants you to, to make it for what you think it is. Like, yeah. well, you I can think, kind of figure out I what he's talking that about. that is like, that is such a weird, hard to watch scene, but it does do a good job lending to the story of like, Look how much all this shit has fucked these kids up. Like, these yeah. kids are, like, ruined as people pretty yeah. much. Like, they have no chance of being normal, like, at all after yeah. all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it, that that scene is very fucking weird and questionable. <laughs> but it does do good service to the story. Oh. I mean, the actual series just gets really fucking weird as it goes. Yeah, so. and it gets really it kinda fucking works. heavy. It kind of works. Like in like it's the just first really season, you're like, oh, cute, the lady's got a penguin for a pet. Yeah, no, like, yeah. <laughs> towards the end, you're just like, oh my god, I'm so sad. Like, <laughs> it's very true. But that basically sums well, up the entire show. Dude, you want to talk about like an emotional roller coaster of a classic anime, dude, Trigun. Holy shit. Dragon's, Dragon's too long, dude. It's one of my favorites. It's really. I've good. never actually seen. I never finished. Really, Trigun. I've I've seen a couple of the first episodes. But yeah, I, I only got as far as like when they're on that gigantic train, like a couple episodes into that. <sighs> yeah, I think I got a little past that. You should they, you should yeah, watch it because like Trigon needs like the Brotherhood or the Dragon Ball. Or the I agree. Kai probably treatment. Is that. Like it needs it because there's a lot of filler episodes in that. Like, there are, but I think so it's so it's, funny because it's, like, it's four or five seasons. Is it really? I, think. I don't remember. I I have them all. Um, it's long, but. Dude, yeah, I just remember, that thing was like, oh, I like this because it's like, it's like these wacky antics of this yeah. dude, and like he's they're getting, oh, like he's funny, but then also he's like he can fight, and like that's cool, and then they just three seasons, and then it's just like, all right, yes, get invested in these characters, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, great, I love it, it's great, and it's like now we're gonna introduce a little bit of seriousness, I feel okay, like that and then we're gonna do something really traumatic, oh, and then by the end of the series, it's like super fucking serious, and man, uh. But it was a great journey, and they they tricked me, and they got me, and it worked. Is that all? Did they, 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 they do only... Trigun ag- again? Because it says it's only 26 episodes. I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I was like, it was it's really not that long, long, dude. No, no. Oh, no. my God, no. Um, I mean, if each season is five episodes, it's five <laughs> seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, it's just a good series. You should, you should, you should watch it. It's just be prepared. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one of those that I wanted to 
pick up and, and watch or rewatch again, but there's there's just so many of those. Yeah, dude, my mm-hmm. classic like early anime is like, is like Eva, Trigun, Spriggan, which that movie, I don't know if anybody's seen that. I don't even Ghost in the Shell. Uh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, you know, of course, like all the Miyazaki stuff and like Grave of the Fireflies. <sighs> so sad. Oh, that's a, that's a fucking oh, did you one. see? Oh, God, did you see the thing that Reddit discovered that if you crank the contrast on the cover to Grave of the Fireflies, it's not actually like they're not. It's like the kids aren't sitting there in fireflies. There's a bomber above them, and it sparks <laughs> from an explosion. Oh. They crank the contrast, and I was like, "Oh God, it's so much sadder now!" Like, <laughs> wow, what good thought though. Holy shit! Yeah. Good job, Dim. Who decided? Wait, I'm gonna here. just take this cover I'll and crank it. up the contrast and I, see. I was what on Reddit happens. the other day, and it just like blew my mind. How, and, how old is this one? Is it like decades old at this point? Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. Oh yeah. I always assumed it was made in eighty. Yeah, I had never heard of it before. Oh, it's real. Let me find it. Don't that probably don't even go for it. <laughs> Listen, just, oh, you like, will cry. There, there's like nothing fucked up. It's just about World War Two, so it's like, and it uh-huh. gets really fucking sad. So it's just like Godzilla. In every <laughs> single way, yeah. <laughs> it's there just it is, about there World is, War Two. This, this is so sad. Okay. Oh God. Well, let me make it big. Oh, you'll see. So this is the cover. Uh-huh. And then they okay, cranked up yeah, the contrast. Nothing weird about that. And then the high contrast version. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's... I, yeah, I saw now, that, dude, and it just, like, broke it, my heart. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious why... That's not clear on the cover that it's a it's Maybe a it's Photoshopped. In. I guess it is. It's just dark. It's supposed to be. Like, it's just... Ugh. I would think in the 80s they didn't have the printing technology to get away with such a differential of black. Is that the original cover or is that like a that that might be re-release I could cover see it from years it later? It looks like original. <laughs> like printing on a VHS kind of box yeah. thing. Like they're not going to have necessarily the all the colors that they would have mm-hmm. when they initially paint it. Yeah, that's probably something that just got lost in, in translation essentially as, they, as it went yeah. through the printing process. That's interesting. That kind of sucks if that's what really happened, but the, right. the, basically it's released and they're looking at this movie that they just made. And they're like, it's wrong. <laughs> but, but then it became this crazy gem for people, you know, mm-hmm. like 30 years later that then you find out and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that movie is heavy AF. Same with like, the. Jesus Christ. I'm just dropping out all these like sad animes, but uh, there's a three movie series called Now and Then Here and There. That's nice, um, sad too, yeah. Oh man, it gets so sad. <laughs> So if you want to cry, <laughs> you want to cry. Here's our yeah. the right place right now. Yep. <laughs> Start writing these down. Mm. Uh, that said, you want to watch just an awesome like you don't have to get invested in the entire Roni Kenshin series because there's a shitload of filler and it's way different from some of the other stuff. But absolute favorite anime of all time is Samurai X: Trust and Betrayal. It's the origin story. That gets pretty fucking sad too. Okay, listen. <laughs> You're right. It is really sad, and I just realized that. But it's great. Yeah, it's I mean, so it's good. Chad we, just loves crying. Apparently, yeah. like that's his favorite thing to well, do. Look how depressed he is. Sadame is probably Sadame? some of the best shit out there. Like, I mean, different. You're I think, right. That is really sad. I think. God damn. Different. Different cultures, like, be, just because of their cultures, do Where certain like certain emotional genres very well mm-hmm. in like the Japanese have like they crush it at the sad game like dude what's the one about the in like in like for instance the Koreans 
fucking kill it at revenge stories. Like, <laughs> that's true. And like, that's a, that's a cultural thing for Koreans. Like, there's this, I can't remember the word for it, but there's this, like, base level, like, revenge. That's like, it's a distilled thing that's, like, a thread through everybody's life. And it's like, they fucking kill revenge stories. Dude, like, um-bok. all of them are incredible. <laughs> like, Unbok. Uh, no, that's not. That was Korean. Uh, uh, old boy. Old boy, sorry. Revenge sorry, story. Sorry, that's, that's what I meant to do. Uh, sorry, that's what I was trying to say. Old boy. Yeah, yeah. God I, saw, damn. I saw the devil's face. I think it is. This is one. It's got like one of the coolest shotgun scenes in like any movie ever. It's this guy like tracks a, a serial killer kills his or maybe it's not a serial killer. This guy murders his wife, and then he's like revenge tracks down this murderer guy and like tries to make his life as bad as possible. <laughs> and like essentially, because I think the guy chased down his wife and killed her, and then like yeah, he goes through. It's been like ten years since I see this, saw this, mm. and uh, like he pretty much makes this like the whole movie is just. <laughs> Making this guy struggle to survive and like pretty much killing him throughout the whole way. Mm-hmm. It's fucking rough, but man, their revenge stories are so good. Off the wall, man. They're crazy good. What? Speaking of America the, the sad... probably has rom com unlocked. It's a weak <laughs> genre, but yeah. we do fuck around with the rom com. Like And superhero movies. We got that going. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. I guess that nowadays that that's is our, ours. Yeah. That's our yeah. thing. Yeah. What was the on sad <laughs> animes? It's about the pop idol. India's got musicals for fucking sure. Oh yeah, they hundred percent. Bangers um, throughout the world. Was it, is it about the pop idol? It's like bl- something blue, perfect. No. Oh, yeah, what? Perfect is it perfect blue? Is that, right? is that it? Yes, I think that's. That right. one's real sad. <laughs> oh God, man. Oh, what's the what's the one that's basically Starship Troopers? Oh, um, oh I love it. God, that's not like not not just, black lagoon. Is it blue no, seed or blue something? S- like- it might be Blue Seed. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was really... Have you ever seen that too, dude? Like, <laughs> if you want, like, anime version of uh, Starship Troopers, it's awesome. Like, and it gets... Here's the thing. It's gonna, but it's, it's sad. Starship, Starship Troopers is this, oh, sad. It's just, well, I you're mean, right. Starship Troopers is more wacky. It's sad in a certain this way. Is, but, this is much more serious. If you wanted, like, a serious anime version, uh, and, but you yeah, have definitely some sad parts in that. But you, it, you, it does suffer <laughs> from the, like, classic hero, <laughs> like, the getting the robot Shinji, like, the... the classic you're not is like is it worth it oh, like, oh, like, just like in him not wanting to do it or being scared or like and you're just like go do it like you know but when he finally does it's worth it watch it watch it super good now i gotta look that up i just you guys just got me amped man okay. like that's like just talking about a bunch of classic I, I, I welcome to the saddest yeah. episode of death battle cast there ever was i think the saddest thing i've ever seen in anime is when ash had to let butterfree go no blue seed is the different that one. That's was pretty one with sad the, that was pretty sad I'm not, I'm uh, not, gosh, I, I really need to watch more anime. My wife and I were having yeah, this conversation the other day. Alright, no context um, for that. Sam. Blue gender. I, blue gender. Take I away your sadness. You know, I was going to say blue gender, yeah. but because hey, I'd heard y'all, the title. But. You want to hear about some stuff? Yeah, tell it's me. It's not sad? It's not sad at all. In Cheer fact, me up. It's excellent. It'll right. help make you happy. Have you ever like needed something done? Like you're like, hey, I need this thing, but I don't have the talent to make this thing. Well, let me tell you, there's a solution to that you can go to Fiverr.com. In this place, it's like a a marketplace for freelancers and just talent, and you can find like, hey, I need a logo. You can go to Fiverr and you can hire somebody to make you a logo. I've actually done that before when I needed a fake esports logo for something so we could use it as like a joke in a Discord channel. And it was like, I was like, there's no way this will work. And like, they, I went on Fiverr. I got a person for a very, like, an extremely reasonable amount of money. I can't believe they made a logo for that much money. And it was fantastic. And that's what you can do. And it's not just logos, it's like, what do you need? Do you need something animated? Do you need, like, it's an entire 
like library of freelancers that do amazing stuff in like just about every genre. Um, like I said, I used it for a silly joke and I was blown away <laughs> by the actual quality of a product I got. Um, so doesn't matter what service you're looking for. You can go to Fiverr and search for services, delivery time, prices, reviews, and more. There's no surprises. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront. No negotiating needed. Yeah, you don't have to like, you just like, they have a price there for this work that you need done. And then you pay it and then they give it to you in a very reasonable timeline. And it's fantastic. It's a service you can trust using sellers ratings, the levels of buyers, the feedback. It's simple to review, compare and purchase the services you need from sellers you trust. No transaction is complete until you're 100% satisfied with your work. And sellers have worked with some of the most influential brands in the world. So you know you're getting some you know, great talent. 24-7 customer service brings all that together and makes it a really cohesive product where you just kind of get what you want. So take five and check out Fiverr.com and you will receive 10% off your first order by using my code CAST. Just the code CAST. I read that weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so easy. Don't waste any more time and get the service you deserve by going to Fiverr. That's Fiverr with two R's at the end. Dot com. Ooh. Do that exact thing <laughs> right there. Don't mm -hmm. listen to me. Do that one. <laughs> and you get 10% off your first order. I wish I would have done it. And you were I crushing that order. read until I the I was end. killing it. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. It's, if Fiverr is really dope, like, I'm serious. You don't really need to need something right now because you can get Tank Maymay's custom mate. Like, you, I'm going to. You know what I'm gonna you know what love to service. do? Like, literally. I think the logo I got was fifteen dollars, and I was blown away with it. Yeah. Like, you can make. I'm, I'm curious. Maymays with this service. <laughs> commission someone to do some piece of fan art. Get <laughs> a fiber. You literally commission somebody to do like it, it doesn't matter. They're gonna make money. You're gonna get a product. That's a good system. Like, <laughs> the freelancer is happy. You're happy. Cool. Like. Great. Great, just yeah, do whatever. Everybody's like, happy. No more it. sad anime. Everybody's no more happy. Sad anime. <laughs> well, or maybe if you can commission, you literally could go find an animator and commission somebody to make you a sad anime if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little bit more pricey than fifteen dollars, but I'm <laughs> a little bit way more reasonable. I literally looked at animators on there just to see what it was like, and like the price ranges go from like how is this person making that to mm -hmm. like okay that seems reasonable, but still like. It's crazy. Like you get any price range, you can make your own Satame. Like <laughs> go out and get it. Well, <laughs> thank you, Fiverr. Thank, thank you. you. And if you're watching this on YouTube uh, and you have no idea what, what we're talking about, you can find links in the description below and just take you uh, exactly there to get what you get what you want from the sponsors. Um, all right, now it's time for the community death battle. Juggernaut vs. Hermione Granger still needs to happen someday. <laughs> someday. We did a community death battle on that, right? Yeah. It was inconclusive. So. One more time. <laughs> sure, he, just, he just wants we, the DBX, which DBX should be coming back soon, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll we'll have we more about yet. that later, you'll though. You'll find out some juicy tidbits at our RTX panel. Yes. Oh, speaking Ooh, of which, uh, if you're in Austin, Texas, or you want to make a last-minute flight, come out to RTX. It's July 5th through 7th. Uh, it's at the Austin Convention Center. We've got a death battle panel. We've got a signing. Uh, Dude, our death battle panel we got has so much stuff. Oh, yeah. Juicy it's, tidbits. It's going to be, like, <laughs> fucking awesome. 
Like, we got so much stuff to talk about. This is um, going to be great. Don't want to reveal it. Don't want to spoil that. It's, it's going it's to be a really good panel. I hope to see you guys there. Yep. Um, all right. So this week's community death battle was actually picked out by our guest from last week, uh, Kara Eberly, the voice of Weiss. Hey, um, awesome. Yeah. She... <laughs> We were like, hey, Kara, if, if Weiss could oh, yeah. be in any other battle, who would you pit her against? And she decided to pit Weiss against her main from Smash Brothers, Zero Suit Samus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. yeah, which is great. It's the so, ponytail battle. Yeah. I got blue eyes. Like, that's that's like, the connecting thread. Right? Yeah. Zero Suit well, Samus is Ponytail and also it's just the, Kara's character and, and main in Smash. Um, so, as always with the Community Death oh, Battle, we, 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 yeah. we leave it up to you guys to let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag Death Battlecast on Twitter. Uh, and we've got an answer for Weiss from TopHat348. Uh, and and uh, TopHat says, Samus is at a disadvantage. Zero Suit only comes with a stun gun, and she was infused with Metroid DNA to save her, but this also gives her the Metroid's weakness to ice as shown in Fusion. Oh! Whoa! That's oh, right. I but, forgot about that. Uh, I, that I thought the ice attacks was because of her fusion suit. No, she was so, fused with the Metroid DNA. I yes, yeah, so Metroid and fusion, that was fixed by that, the end of it. Metroid Fusion was the game that I'm most familiar with. I do think you're right about it being fixed, but just quick synopsis: at the beginning of that game, uh, she was attacked by an ex parasite. She was in critical condition. They used Metroid DNA, Metroid DNA, to from the baby from yeah from the Metroid the baby Metroid and Super Metroid. Samus returned. They injected her with that to save her life because Metroids are the natural predator to the X parasite. Yes. So that gave her the weakness to ice. They got around that for most of the game by giving her ice missiles instead of the ice beam, um, because the ice beam would have been detrimental to her. The missiles, I guess, contain the, the cold enough that... <laughs> Explodes the cold yeah, at sure. a distance over right. there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, even though it, like, freezes everything around it, and if she's in the radius, it doesn't actually affect her. Anyway, whatever. By the end of the game, you beat the Omega Metroid. Uh, you know, you absorb the SAX, which is like the doppelganger view, which is... Sure. It's an ex-parasite right. in the shape yeah. of Samus. You absorb that, you get the ice beam anyway, and no one ever explains it. So, <laughs> well, you get the very suit back. Like, her DNA gets fixed by the end of it. I'm pretty sure... I, I think it's implied that it's fixed because she just straight up has an ice beam. Yeah, like brings it back. It, she absorbs, and she, <laughs> with her Metroid DNA, she absorbs the like super ultra X parasite. And if you pause the game, if I remember correctly, and you look at your armor and stuff in the final the final boss fight, it says you have the ice beam. So I think the implication is that that's now fixed. And that was only a weakness for the events of Metroid Fusion. Yes. It's Everything before and after, Doesn't I think. Doesn't she also have avian DNA? Oh, Chozo. The Chozo, yeah. Chozo yeah. That's, that's before the events of any of the games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. So we also have an answer for uh, uh, Samus from Z1 Puncher. Uh, and Puncher says, zero, zero suit Samus wins. Samus without her suit was able to, to survive a crash landing on... Zebes? I've never figured out how Zebus? to pronounce it. I always, I always called it Zebes. I always pronounced it Zebes. I've heard it pronounced Zebes, though. I think, oh, that's, I think right. that's how I pronounce in, it in, in other end. They say Zebes. Yeah. Definitely uh, Zebes. <laughs> <laughs> a crash landing on Zebes, and the explosion size yielded nearly 10 kilotons, and she can react to lightning from the ruins test at an up, at, uh, at up, at close. An up close. And she has From the ruins test up close, and she has much more experience in battle than Weiss. Uh, Emily has more experience. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. So I don't think the ice weakness is a thing. 
I think the big the big thing that this is going to come down to is the fact that I don't think Zero Suit Samus has a lot of killing power. Wouldn't she still have some of the grenade stuff? Didn't she still have super bombs? As no, well, uh, I, I don't I remember. I never in, played in, Zero Mission. I never yeah, played that one. I'm pretty sure she still has the bombs. I'm gonna really quickly try to look that up. Uh, I think this one might actually go to Weiss. I think so too, and and it might it's, it would purely be because it's zero suit Samus, and we're taking away the various suit essentially mm. because if she oh, gets the, the suit, the suit, and the power the gun, done, yeah. or, or and the arm cannon, like it's it's done. But <laughs> <laughs> well, because then like any fire wouldn't do anything to her really, because like the various suit can jump in lava and not be really, mm-hmm. uh, it's fine, and it's incredibly powerful. Ice doesn't really mess with it very much. No, she's got the uh, the various suit itself. Uh, is resistant or immune to certain um, elements, heat and and cold. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, like a cold attack could still hurt her. It's just that she can jump into a volcano and, and yeah, survive. Getting smacked by a giant icicle is still gonna have kinetic energy behind it. <laughs> right. sure, it's, it's not but... like Mitsuru where she just literally cancels that ice attacks. Um, she does not have bombs. She's not okay. Okay. So all she's really got is the stun gun that can be charged up. Well, it's also, also the whip. In the whip. In the way. Yeah. Laser uh, whip. That's right. Laser whip's pretty sick. And if smash is anything to go by rocket boots to some extent. <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> the yeah. The super yeah. upper cut. Kicky so cut. maybe there's that. I'm going to go with Weiss. Then. I'm staying Weiss. What do you think, Nick? Um, gosh, I, it's tough. I think I'm going to go with Weiss on this one because even though she's not specifically super weak to ice anymore nothing says that she's exactly resistant to it so i think i'm just gonna lean toward ice or weiss ice no i mean yeah yeah basically basically (laughs) uh i think they're gonna vote samus yeah i agree agree. well because it's samus and and realistically samus's suit the, the the power suit the various suit it's not like something she just puts on. It it is literally attached to her at all times, and she can just like materialize it around. Mm-hmm. So, technically speaking, in Zero battle, Samus should be she able should to be able to summon the suit. So we are she doesn't get the suit though. Like yeah. if we're saying she gets the suit, we are specifically my limiting instantly. to what yeah. is presented in Smash Brothers essentially, um, because that was Kara's main in Smash. Mm-hmm. So, in this specific instance, I have to say yes. I think I'm leaning towards Weiss. However, in almost any other scenario, Samus would win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I, the, I, yeah. I think oh, yeah. is the best way. We're to in agreement. Look let's at see. it. So let's see the poll. Yep, and you guys yeah. said sixty-seven <laughs> percent right. say uh, zero suit Samus. Um, so yeah, I mean, and before you're typing that comment about like they only showed Weiss because they're owned by Rich Teeth. Come on. <laughs> I'll just, oh, just watch our last episode. We just <laughs> talked about how much the entire last episode of Death Battle Cast. We talked about how awesome Ice is, how much Mitsuru sucks because we hate. Oh yeah, yeah Mitsuru, totally. right? And <laughs> yeah, we're, we're totally right. biased. Yep. Like I remember that. Remember when Weiss won that death battle? I do. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did that throw us off? Speaking of death battles, <laughs> we have the next community death battle. Um, this is a weird one, but right. I saw the research team kind of just joking about this in the chat, and I was like. That's fun. Let's try it out. What are you doing? Poison Ivy versus Petey oh, Piranha. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, Poison Ivy has, like, a lot of poisons. Uh, just And just to clarify, I do not believe I Poison think... Ivy can control plants who are sentient. Okay. She but... could not control Swamp Thing, who's like a plant with a human spirit thing right. going on. Yeah. 
Can plants get poisoned? Well, that's what I was gonna say. I don't think <laughs> PD poison can... weeds. Well, no, but but yeah, true. the thing is, like, true, but no. all of her poisons, like, are generally made to affect humans who have like a circulatory system and like all these things, and like, we're pretty positive Petey doesn't even have fucking lungs. <laughs> <laughs> He Actually, does have a belly button. Well, yeah, because I mean, in Mario Sunshine, when you fight him, you beat him by filling his mouth up with water so it bloats him like yeah. a digestive Wait, tract. If he and has then you a belly ground button, pound him. Right, that means he's birthed. That means he was, yeah. Somebody birthed feeding piranha. Well, assumably a larger plant. <laughs> cut that umbilical cord. What the No, the plants don't need. That's so weird. Um, umbilical vine. Well, I guess, then. I, I, I guess umbilical you, vine. I guess you that, could, could say, be like, he his, grew his belly button from a vine. <laughs> well, in, or his belly button is the point of germination. Like, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. So Does he grow for, from a root or a tree? I would love to know what you guys what think of. PD Piranha's belly button, and who would win in a fight between Poison Ivy and PD Piranha? You can use the hashtag DeathBattleCast on Twitter to let us know, uh, and we'll take some answers next week uh, and and see what you guys have to say. And then we'll also have a poll on our Twitter that's at DeathBattle on Twitter. Uh, That'll go up when this episode goes live on YouTube this Thursday. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode. Mm -hmm. Again, Johnny Cage versus Captain Falcon airs next week. And then after that, we'll have a panel at RTX on July 4th weekend, yeah. which is going to be awesome. we got a ton of awesome stuff to share with you guys. It's going to be so much fun. Hopefully we'll see you there. Yes. Yeah. Bye. Later.